is on Radio 191 FM. Tēnā koutou i ahi. These are your Radio 1 Te Reo Irirangi Kōtahi news headlines for Monday the 15th of March. Ko Eileen tēnei. Today marks two years since the 2019 terrorist attack on two Christchurch mosques, which claimed 51 lives and remains the worst terrorist attack in New Zealand history. Hundreds of people attended a remembrance service in Christchurch on Saturday, and a prayer service at Masjid al-Nur Mosque was attended by around 50. Today, the Muslim community in Christchurch will hold private prayers for those who lost their lives in the attack. Here in Otipoti, the Otago University Students Association executive held a minute of silence at their executive meeting this morning in commemoration. Speaking to Radio New Zealand, community advisor Raf Manji said there was still anxiety in the Muslim community in Christchurch, exacerbated by online threats against the Al Noor and Linwood mosques earlier in the month. If you think about the where they are in in this process, you know we had the sentencing last year, you know during COVID, which you know went really well, but that took up a lot of emotional energy. Then we had the Royal Commission report uh, land at the end of November. So that also, you know, into that event, uh, we've just had the anniversary and now we're in the coronial process as well. So there's, there's a sense that, you know, they're still not out from underneath this. And um, it has provoked, uh, you know, a lot of um, you know, further grief, just reliving the whole event. Manji delivered a report to the government in 2019, highlighting the need for a tailored response to address the mental health issues and trauma caused by the event. A protest against the military coup in Myanmar was held in Dunedin on Saturday, attended by members of the Burmese community alongside students and members of the wider Dunedin public. The military coup began on the 1st of February this year and has plunged Myanmar, also known as Burma, into chaos. At least 50 protesters in Myanmar have been killed and over a thousand detained. One woman travelled from Southland to attend the demonstration and the Otago University Students Association attended, joining the march from the trans station to the octagon with the OUSA banner. Mari McKenzie, politics representative for OUSA, said attending the protest was the right thing to do and that, quote, it's not an option for us not to be here. Wearing red to signify their pro-democracy stance, attendees heard speeches from leaders in the Burmese community, as well as from Labour MP for Tyre, Ingrid Leary. Speaking to Radio 1, Ms Leary said she was there to show support for the members of her electorate from Myanmar. I've spoken to a few of the community members who are really, really troubled and really anxious about it. Their houses are being door-knocked in the day and the night. People are being taken away. Ms Leary said she was proud that New Zealand had been the first country to condemn the coup. By attending Attending the protest and sharing their anti-military stance on social media, Burmese individuals living overseas risk arrest should they return to the country. One woman who Radio 1 spoke to, who did not want to be named, said despite the risk of persecution, it was important for the overseas Burmese community to show their solidarity and resistance. Everyone is showing they are resistant in any means they can. Back home, people are losing their life, losing their livelihood and their stability, and we are far away from from home in New Zealand. We have a privilege of peaceful life. We all know the consequences. If we speak against the military or military um, dictatorship or what's going on uh, in Burma, that people can be persecuted seven years up to 20 years imprisonment. So any of this community member, if we go home, um, we are, we, we are in, in that danger zone. In the last 24 hours, at least 15 more protesters have been killed as Myanmar enters its sixth week of military rule.
Use of drug testing facilities during flow and O weeks increased this year, as contained in a preliminary report on drug testing in Dunedin by Know Your Stuff and reported by critic Te Arohi. Know Your Stuff drug testing stations saw 70 more drug samples brought in to be tested over the two-week period than they did during reorientation in 2020. 76% of the samples brought to Know Your Stuff were presumed to be MDMA. Upon testing, only 37.3% of samples were found to be MDMA. Over half of what was thought to be MDMA was actually cathinones, commonly referred to as bath salts. Know Your Stuff spokesperson Wendy said that whilst the results looked alarming, they were not an increase on results collected before O-Week this year in Dunedin. She also noted that the numbers were not final, as the final report would take some time to collate. Saturday's graduation ceremony went smoothly, the first graduation ceremony to take place in Dunedin in over a year. Graduation ceremonies in 2020 were postponed due to COVID, both by the first lockdown and the time spent in COVID Alert Level 2 in August. The graduation ceremony scheduled for early December was then cancelled, following threats made to the Dunedin Town Hall. While students held improvised graduation ceremonies around campus, Saturday marked the first traditional graduation since the first COVID lockdown. Radio One spoke to Michaela Waite-Harvey, president of the Otago University Students Association, about the graduation. Last year, seeing the absolute disappointment on so many people, <laughs> including my friends, um, I could see the the real like appreciation that students had to be able to have that acknowledgement ceremony. And I think there was a decent amount of emotion in the room when it happened, but um, I think it was just students happy to be there, happy with their families. Despite having no clear purpose, the Sign Up Club has built the largest membership of any club on campus, as reported by critic Te Arohi. Having begun within the Otago University Snow Sports Club, the Sign Up Club has quickly expanded far and wide, reaching over 700 members. Founding member Devin Burns told Critic that the club grew out of COVID, with everyone having become so used to scanning in that the need for a sign-up club appeared. Using multi-level marketing tactics, the club asks that those who sign up recruit three friends, who go on to recruit more friends. An air of secrecy surrounds the club, with members telling Critic that, quote, you don't know what goes on in sign-up club until you sign up. Anyone interested in joining the sign-up club can visit the club's Facebook page. That was the news with Radio 1, Te Reo Irirangi Kotahi. Now, time for the weather. The Radio 1 91FM weather. Today we can expect a high of 21 degrees, with some cloud turning to rain in the evening as strong northerly winds change to southwest. Tuesday is expected to bring some showers, clearing around midday, with southwesterlies and a high of 17. It's OUSA Flatting Week, and this is the Radio 1 Flat Tour, featuring one of North Dunedin's hidden gems every weekday right here on the Radio 1 News. Kia ora everyone, I'm here on Cargill Street with Radio 1's very own Hannah. Say hello Hannah. Kia ora. Tell us a bit about yourself Hannah, what do you study? I study politics and communications. And what's so special about your flat? Well, we have funky carpet. Uh, we have Very a, funky carpet. We have a door that you can lock from the outside and lock everybody in the flat, and it has cracks in the windows. Dream flat for murderers. Dream flat for murderers, yes. For sure. Got beautiful views. Yeah, yeah. We got uh, the back of another flat, and somehow the town hall and a bit of the cathedral. 
I think that's quite lovely. Yeah, tell us about your hot water cupboard. Yeah, so in the hot water cupboard we have a kombucha brewing station. Um, I haven't actually touched it for a couple months and upon opening the door today I realised I should probably do something about the massive scoby that is growing in my hot water cupboard. What flavour kombucha are you brewing? Well, at the moment it's black tea and I have a can of peaches in the uh, cupboard that I should probably add to it, but I feel like it's probably morphed into vinegar now by this point, so I might have to throw it all away. To find out more about how to live your best flatting life, head over to the OUSA Flatting Week Facebook page.